Today we talk about, does PGTA hurt my embryos? I'm Dr. Mark Amos, and this is Taco About Fertility Tuesday. This is a common question I get. Does PGT hurt my embryos? Now, first, let's define what PGT is. That's pregenetic testing, which essentially means taking an embryo biopsy. Now, from a layman's standpoint, I can absolutely see how someone would think it would hurt the embryos. I mean, you're taking cells away from the embryo. If someone went and took your arm off, clearly that hurts your arm and hurts your body. But the question really comes up is, does the biopsy actually hurt the embryo? And the simple answer is, no, it does not hurt the embryo. But the complex answer is, it could hurt the embryo. Now, before we go into that, let's just talk about hurting embryos in general. Matter of fact, everything the embryologist does can hurt the embryo. From when we retrieve the eggs, the eggs can actually fracture due to high pressure. There can be issues when they're manipulating the embryos, that manipulating them can hurt them. Matter of fact, ICSI, when you take a needle and you inject it into an egg, the egg can degenerate and die just from ICSI or because the egg was not good to begin with. And so every step of the way, there can be problems with the embryo, even with thawing them. Sometimes they don't thaw. Sometimes even when you freeze them, it already harmed them and we don't know it until we thaw them. So the reason why I bring this up is because I see a lot of people not wanting to do testing on their embryos because they're worried it may hurt their embryos. But from my point of view, I'm looking at thinking, but you're doing everything else and those things probably have a higher risk of hurting the embryos. And so today I want to talk about each of those steps, how it can hurt your embryos and what's the likelihood of it happening. So let's start with the retrieval. There's actually very little chance you're going to hurt the eggs in retrieval. But if the pressure was very high, it is possible to cause fracturing of the zona pellucida, which can cause empty zonas. Now, empty zonas occur all the time. It's not something that only occurs with high pressure, but I'm talking about the situation where if every single egg you have was an empty zona, one concern could be was, was the pressure too high and cause that. Most of the time when we hear about empty zonas, it's usually because there's some type of egg issue or fragile eggs not due to pressure. But I want to make sure you understand that is one risk when we're retrieving eggs. And that's why everyone checks their pressures and makes sure everything is correct before starting. The next step of injury is going to be at ICSI, ICSI. Now, when we put the sperm into the egg, we use a needle that injects the egg. Now, the risk is very low. Very few eggs are going to degenerate because of ICSI. Matter of fact, I would say it's probably even less than 1%. But why I bring this up is that if you think about it, the egg is one cell. So when you think about risk compared to, let's say, an embryo being biopsied, an embryo being biopsied is only a few cells. So there's over 100 cells and you're taking three to five cells. Matter of fact, embryos split completely, losing half their cells and do fine when we have identical twins. But with ICSI, you have one cell. 
So if something goes wrong, there's no other cell to survive. If that cell goes bad, the egg dies. And so theoretically, ICSI has a higher risk than embryo biopsy, although all of them are low risk to begin with. Now with micromanipulation, what we're talking about is the embryos have to be moved to be cleaned. They have to be moved to different media. So they're being picked up in a very tiny straw, which we call micromanipulator, and then they're moved to other drops of either culture media for different reasons. Now with doing that, again, the embryo is being pulled and pushed out with fluid, and it could theoretically hurt the embryo. Now, does it? Not really. I mean, in the many years we've been doing this, I have maybe seen one embryo get injured in this time, but the important part to know is it's still possible. So now we get to the meat of things. Does an embryo biopsy hurt your embryo? I think we need to break this up into a couple parts. So the first question is, does the biopsy actually hurt the embryo? Just like we talked about, if you took away a part of me, it's going to hurt. So the simple answer again is, no, it does not hurt the embryo. You are not going to kill an embryo by taking a few cells away from it. Remember, we're not taking the cells from the embryo. We're taking it from the placenta cells. And so it's not going to have as big of an impact on the embryo. There are hundreds of cells. So again, three to five cells is not going to cause an issue. But the second question comes up is, is that true all the time? And that really comes down to selection of the embryo and your embryologist. So not every embryo should be biopsied. There are some embryos that are so poor quality, they have so few cells on the trophectoderm, which is the part of what we talked about, the placenta, that if you biopsy it, you're not just taking three to five cells of 100 cells. Now you're taking three to five cells of maybe fewer. And now that's a bigger portion and that can hurt the embryo. And so they've actually done studies where they've looked at how big of a biopsy can you take from each embryo and not hurt it. And as expected, embryos that are the highest quality in like the A group, you can take a lot of cells and the embryo still does fine, even above 10. Embryos in the kind of B group for most grading, you probably can get away with somewhere around five to eight. But then embryos in the very lowest quality, that C group, you really can't take more than five cells. And if you really get to the bottom of the C group, which at our clinic is a little bit different the way we do the grading, that would be like in the D, E, or F, you really can't take any cells. You probably will hurt the embryo. And so selection of the embryo is very important. Now, the next part is going to come down to your embryologist. So how you do the biopsy makes a difference. You kind of want to stay away from the embryo. And so most people will go on the opposite end to be able to get the cells from the trajectory. Sometimes it's, it's not even possible to do that because when the embryo is hatching out, there may be cells for you to grab, but the embryo is there. So now you have to go and make another area where you have to go in in the back of the embryo and take the cells. Now, there may be embryologists who feel more confident taking biopsies compared to other embryologists and their ability to do it may be different. So someone who is seasoned and can do this very well, I've seen people take biopsies without even having to 
shoot the laser once to make the cells come off. They can just get the cells and with a little bit of pulling can get the cells to come off. I've seen other embryologists shoot the laser multiple times trying to get the cells to come off, which can eventually hurt the embryo. And I've seen that happen before. So how do you know a good embryologist from a bad embryologist? Honestly, it has to be history. And so if you have a clinic that never does biopsies, I probably wouldn't do biopsies there because they don't do it that often. But if you have a clinic who does them all the time, then their embryologists are probably very good at it. But like I said, although it sounds scary because you're taking a lot of cells, the chances of actually causing harm is extremely low. And that is pretty much true for everything we do in embryology. When it comes to retrieving the eggs, the chances of her and are low. When it comes to ICSI, the chances are low. Even with biopsy, the chances are low. And even when it comes to the thawing embryos, when we freeze and thaw embryos, as long as you're freezing good embryos, they usually will thaw without issues. I think it's reasonable to say that at any good clinic, there's probably less than a 1% chance that you're going to harm an embryo during the entire process. My main goal for this podcast was to help alleviate some of the fears. Again, I completely understand we are taking a piece of your embryo. It seems absolutely concerning. But in reality, it's actually not that harmful. And that the other things are probably more likely to have an issue than the biopsy. And all those things are less than 1%. Hopefully that will help you make that decision. If you're on the fence of doing testing and you were worried about hurting your embryo, at least now you can feel comfortable knowing it really doesn't. The same thing goes with a second biopsy. If your embryo is a nice, healthy embryo, it can get that second biopsy if something happened in the first one and you weren't able to get results. If it's a poor quality embryo, then you really don't want to re-biopsy it again. The other situation comes up are frozen embryos that you want to thaw and biopsy. There have been studies on this as well that show there really is no harm to thawing the embryo, biopsying it, and refreezing it. And so, in the end, you should feel very confident if you want to do biopsies and not be worried about harming the embryo. But I think it's also reasonable to think about from the standpoint if you only have one embryo, unless you absolutely need to biopsy it, it's also not unreasonable to say, I don't want to take the chance. I'm just going to put it in me. Hopefully this episode was helpful to some of you and able to help you maybe pick or choose whether you want to do biopsies. I always appreciate everyone. Again, as always, if you appreciate this podcast, please tell a friend. And if you can, review us. Give us a five-star review on your favorite podcast medium. Until next week, this is Taco Bout Fertility Tuesday.